0: To not my spot, really. Hi friends, welcome back to the second episode of my podcast. Um, currently, I'm driving home from school. It's about a 40-minute drive home, which is very bad because I was supposed to pray two hours ago. Okay, let's let's backtrack. So I left for school at like six something this morning because I had to come to school early for my exam my exam went well I think Um, but I was planning on coming home like right after class ended which was at 12 so that I could go home and pray on time What happened was that when I got out of class, we got out of class an hour early because my professor wanted to give us an extra hour to work on EDAPs, our beloved EDAPs that our whole class hates. We actually had a meeting with the dean today to go over how much we hate EDAP. Anyways, I was working on EDAP and my clinical reasoning packet that I have to turn in tomorrow to my preceptor. And then I just lost track of time and then I realized how late it was and I was like, okay, um... First of all, I was studying at Starbucks with my friends, and I didn't drive to Starbucks. Lydia drove to Starbucks. So that means Lydia had to drive me back to Chamberlain, and I couldn't just, like, leave. Like, okay, I need to go home now. because I didn't have my car with me. I went with Lydia. So I had to wait until she was finished with her packet so we can go. And now I'm just now leaving the school because Lydia dropped me off at my car. And then it's a 40-minute drive home instead of my normal 30. And so, am I going to be able to pray? Oh, okay, yeah. And then I also forgot my prayer clothes, so it's not like I can just pray in my car. I'm also not in a state of Wudu because I peed this morning before I left for school and didn't redo it. Um, but, like, you know, I have a water bottle in my car. I could just do it myself. But I don't have prayer clothes, so I don't know. And I really can't... There's nothing in my car I can, like, do, like, a makeshift for Alpha N. Like, literally nothing. So unless I put my backpack, like, no, I don't, <laughs> I don't know how that would work, um, yeah, so I'm just feeling a lot of bits of regret, like, I'm just like, wow, why? also, I'm not wearing sunscreen on my drive home, because I was like, I can't sit here and wait 15 minutes for my sunscreen to work, I need to go home, so, um, yeah, on my way home now, I'm just mad at myself basically. And which sucks because I wanted this podcast to be on like a positive note. Like, this is going to be like happy, positive, lovely podcast. But I just have a lot of complaints because I hate myself. Um, yeah, I'm really mad at myself right now. Why don't I do that? Anyways, on my home. Also, for dinner tonight, sorry, this is like very all over the place, but. Oh my gosh, I almost was back to my car. I looked out for half a second, and this person, okay, so the traffic's, like, really bad, but this person, like, tried to squeeze in between me and the car in front of me, and they, it doesn't matter. Anyways, um, guys, I made this really good salmon the other night, and I'm, like, dreaming of it. It was so freaking good, so I'm going back to Bel Air and buying some more salmon so I can make it again. So I can have it for dinner tonight, and then I can have it for lunch tomorrow at clinical. And, like, that's just going to be such a... Also, I'm having a sleepover with my nursing school friends tomorrow night, or the night after. um, Literally just to study. So that's my life now. I miss you guys a lot. I, I love my nursing school friends. Like, they're all, like, so sweet and so nice, but it's, like... I don't really, like, connect to them on, like, a deeper level at all. They're cool. I love them. But it's just, like, would I want to be stranded on an island with them? Absolutely not. Could I be stranded on an island with you guys? Totally. I would live the rest of my life like that somewhat happily, you know, content. Not even, you know, that upset. But I think if I was stranded on an island with them... And death by starvation, death by snake bite, death by intentional drowning. I don't know. I just off myself and jump into a fire or something. I don't know. Let's get to the positive stuff that I wanted to talk about in this podcast. So the other day, um, I had the sudden realization that I had to register for my clinicals. For some reason, I thought my registration date was in, like, two weeks, so I wasn't worried that I had a financial hold on my account, because I was like, oh, I'll just get to that later, like I always do, procrastinate everything. And then my friends told me, we're registering for clinicals tomorrow, and these clinicals are important because they had all the, like, good hospital sites, right? Like, it's not the Alzheimer's care home and the rehabilitation centers, like, it's, you know, the good stuff. So I was freaking out because I have a financial hold on my account because my student loan hasn't been disbursed yet. And so I freaked out and I was like emailing my financial aid advisor and like a bunch of people at my school being like, please help me. I'm desperate. They weren't responding, you know, within two minutes. And so naturally I went into a state of panic and I called my mom And my mom just yelled at me for doing things last minute and not knowing why my loan hasn't dispersed yet. And then that freaked me out even more. So I called my dad, not for like reassurance or comfort, but like my dad kind of has money, right? Like he said, he'll help me pay for things for school. And I was like, if I can get my dad to pay the $6,000 that I have um, like in debt on my account, which is like the reason for my financial hold, then like we're good then I can register for my clinical tomorrow, and then somehow I'll just pay him back with the loan I get, I don't know, that was, like, my idea, so I call my dad, and I'm, like, explaining to him, like, why I have a hold on my account, and, like, what's going on with the loan process, he's not understanding, he does not get it at all, and then he could just tell that I'm, like, really freaked out and nervous by it, and he's, like, Let's calm down. Let's take some deep breaths and tell me what's the real problem. What do you need me to do? And I was like, Oh my God, who is this man? Who is this person? Where's my father? And then he was like, um, as I was on the phone with him, my financial aid counselor, advisor, whatever, like finally got back to me. Um, so she, I thought she was on vacation cause that's what her little message said, but it was wrong. She was like, oh, I'm not on vacation. I can remove the hold on your account for 24 hours so you can register for your classes. I was like, hallelujah. Thank you so much, Marie. You're the best. Am I allowed to say hallelujah anymore? (laughs) I don't know. Alhamdulillah. Thank you, Marie. Um, Anyways. So Marie fixed that, and I was so happy, and, like, she fixed it while I was on the phone with my dad, and so I told him, I was like, everything's good now, don't even worry about it, like, I am feeling a belly tense better, and he was just, I wish I would have recorded this episode when it happened, because I don't really remember what he said, but he was just being so nice, and he was like, remember, um, not to get worked up over things, there's some things we can't change, and there's no point in stressing out about it, like, yes, we all know that. Um, but later he was kind of talking about, or asking about my mom, I guess. He was saying, like, how's your mom doing? Is she helping you? Blah, blah, blah. And I say, no, mom is still, you know, on her little bender. And she quit her job. Scott told her to. And, well, also the vaccine. Okay, mom quit her job. Mom's doing exorcisms. Mom is you know, doing her thing. And he's like, That still hasn't stopped yet because it's been going on for a little bit. I'm like, No. He's like, The entire time that I've known your mom, which I think they know each other for thirty years. I'm gonna say thirty years. My dad has said that my mom has always felt like a part of her is missing, which I agree um like my mom is always looking for happiness in different places and can never find it of course and then just moves on to the next thing and i like understand when he says that because my mom like always gets into like random things and becomes obsessed with it and then she drops it and picks something else up this probably isn't like the best example but it's the only one that really comes to mind right now is um my mom was really into veganism like so into veganism um for a long, long time, and she was like, it's changed my life, I feel more energetic and happier than ever, mom was going to all these health food stores, that was her veganism kick, and then that ended, and then my mom got, um, when her and Ruben got married, she got really into partying, and loved to go out, loved to go to the bars, Um, my mom's a social person, but not like, um, not like a social butterfly, just like, I don't know, normal, I don't know, does that makes sense, um, but, like, always hanging out with people, always had people at her house, always throwing parties, blah, 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 so doing that, um, yeah, so she's just kind of just, or, like, when I was younger, she was really into, like, zodiac signs, obsessed with zodiac signs and, like, fortune tellers, um, stuff like that, and then her things are just oh is that a police officer hello sorry officer um yeah so i'm sorry for that rant but basically my dad is saying that like you know you can't find happiness in things like that and that like happiness has to come within and finding it in yourself and like it can't be based on your situation or else you'll never be happy because you're always going to be looking for like the next best thing or like oh i'll be happy when i finally graduate and then i'll be finally be happy when I get my dream job. And I'll finally be happy when I live here and have this kind of car. And he's basically just saying like happiness has to come within. I'm sure you guys have heard this before, but coming from my dad, this is astounding. Okay. I felt like I was talking to a different person. It comes within. You have to create your own happiness and basically just reflect on the things around you and be grateful for the little things. And my dad closed it by being like i will always be there for you he said financially and emotionally i was like oh my god what is, okay sir if you want to get over you can i'm not stopping you okay um i was like oh my god what a sweetheart so um i wish i could remember like exact details and whatnot but i think that my dad is going back to therapy good for him Woo-hoo seems very happy and kind of like what he's saying why I think he's on to therapy is like he literally sounds like he's relaying it to me like he's just telling me what his therapist tells him and I'm not mad about it I'm enjoying it um so yeah he was just being so nice the other day and I was just very thankful for that and I was like wow my dad seems so happy and like it was so nice to talk to my dad after mom was like screaming at me when I was like Ma'am, I want help and reassurance, not, like, another thing to stress about. So it was, like, really nice for him to be, like, supportive and, like, so kind. And so that's a positive thing. The other positive thing I want to talk about before I complain or talk about whatever else I want to talk about is I have always – I've never looked forward to the future because I've always thought, what is there to look forward to? Because I see my mom, or both my parents, I guess, they would just go to work, and then come home, and then, well, I mean, not my dad, I don't know, I didn't really say that much. My mom, we'll talk about her, go to work, come home, and then do nothing. I wouldn't make dinner, she would just, like, snack on something, like some freaking almonds and, like, yogurt or something. And then, um, would just watch TV on the couch for the rest of the night. Or, um, talk to her friends on the phone. And, like, that was my mom's daily routine. And I have just never looked forward to, like, you know, graduating from school and then, like, going on to my grown-up part of my life. Because I'm like, is that what I'm going to be doing? Going to my job, coming home, and just watching TV every day for the rest of my life? Like, that literally... Like, what is there to look forward to? Like, just kill me now. Like, I don't want to do that. Because... Like, yeah, you could pick up hobbies. Like, yeah, my mom goes out to restaurants, and she used to really enjoy shopping. She actually hates shopping now, which is so interesting. But, like, and she would, like, go out to lunch with her friends or whatever, you know, time to time, which is good and dandy. And would go on vacations, like, once a year. Um, Way back when. But now, she doesn't really do much. Ah! That car almost hit me, guys. They did not have their turn signal on. Hang on. Let me, like, focus on driving for five seconds. Dude, why don't people use their turn signal? How am I supposed to know you're getting into the same lane that I want to go into if you don't have your turn signal on? Like, I don't know. I can't read your mind. Um, anyways. What was I talking about? Anyways, my mom's life seems boring and uneventful, and it makes me not want to live my life. But my professors are just the most inspiring, motivating women I have ever met in my life. Like, I can't express how much I adore them and look up to them and make me, like, excited to live life. So let's talk about Professor Sipes. Professor Sipes, or Dr. Sipes, my bad. She just got her doctorate. Um, she is my clinical preceptor, so I only see her at my clinical site. Such an amazing woman, has worked, like, two full-time jobs since she's been 16. She um, just got her doctorate in nursing, I believe, but she um, has worked, like, every floor and department you can think of, but her favorite is behavioral, behavioral health, yeah, so, like, mental health, and... She is just such a saint like you could tell like she just really cares for people and like values just every single human life. And um is this person gonna go bestie you can go? Mm-hmm I'm gonna go this way. Sorry guys. The traffic's kinda crazy and it's hurting my head. Anyways, Professor Sipes. Um, really into behavioral health and because of that she does a lot of community outreach so she works with homeless people who have you know mental illness and she's like always out in the field basically just giving care to these people and she's just so incredibly kind and like in all her spare time like she just volunteers and she like tells us all about these projects and stuff she's working on and I feel like She's totally making, like, such a difference in the community and doing stuff that's, like, fulfilling and, like, awesome, and I love that. She's also had, like, cancer five times, and then she comes, so, um, to prevent, you know, any cancer, ac- uh, some remissions or exacerbations. I forget the word. Um, but just to prevent it coming back, she, like, does chemo time to time, and at her preceptor site, or preceptor site, oh, my God. Our clinical site, when she was talking to us, she was like, sorry if I seem a little tired. I just had chemo a couple days ago. I'm like, you just had chemo and you're here? And then she left the clinical site early to go um, to the Reno, like, hot air balloon thing because that was on her bucket list. Like, I just love these women that are just literally living their best life and, like, are just so good at their jobs and, like, making a difference. And it just makes me excited to live, basically. Um, same with Professor Panawaga. I don't know her last name, Professor P, um, literally such an angel, she does talk to us like we're babies, but I don't mind it, I kind of love it, she is so sweet and is such an advocate for her students, and I'm sure she is for her patients as well, if she loves us this much, I'm sure she's just a phenomenal nurse, but. It's, like, always talking about, like, what she's doing and, like, all my freaking professors are all, like, trying to start research studies and, like, just do cool shit. And I'm, like, so down for it. I'm, like, this is so cool. I want to do that. And it's still, like, I don't know if they have a balanced work-life, like, work, personal life, family thing going on. But they make it seem like they do. So, I... I'm someone that can appreciate that, and that's what I strive for, because so I don't want to spend the rest of my life coming home from school, or school, I guess school, if I choose to go back to school, but um, coming home from work and watching TV and literally doing nothing and just wasting away on the couch, like that sounds like my personal hell. As much as I do like relaxing, and you guys will say that I'm lazy, yes I am, but I want a fulfilling life, and I don't think I will get that from... Sitting on my couch and watching 90 Day Fiancé for the rest of my life. I don't think... I think that might drive me to my breaking point. But, yes. That is that. Those are my um, happy, inspiring, and motivating moments from the past week. And maybe they inspired and motivated you and brought you some happiness. Because they sure brought me some. Um, I don't know what can I tell you guys about... Oh, um, you guys already know this, but I'll just repeat it. But the whole clinical thing and me, like, being able to register, I got into Kaiser's clinical site. Ooh. Guys, let's hope they offer me a job, even though I've done no patient care ever. (laughs) I'm like, wow, she's so good. (laughs) Just getting the patient water. Let's hire her. Yeah, let's cross our fingers and hope that happens. Um, oh my gosh, you guys drive so slow. I think I almost got into three accidents already. (laughs) I'm just talking on the phone. It's too bad. Um, do you have any closing notes to tell? Oh, I actually wrote down a couple things in my notes app of things that I wanted to talk about, um, on this podcast in case I ran out of ideas and I didn't want you guys to get super bored. Let's see. Um, hang on, where am I turning at? Honestly, all of these are, like, really dark, and I don't want to talk about them right now because, um, I've just had, I feel like this podcast was, like, on the light now. Um, I will be home in 15 minutes, so I will close this podcast by... Talking about some of my favorite fall fashion trends, because we are approaching fall, ladies and gentlemen. A lot of people at my school hate fall, and I don't get it. Like, I talked, I was like, guys, I'm making pumpkin bread tomorrow. I'm going to bring it to clinical. Like, it's all yours. And they're like, ew, pumpkin. I was like, okay, you guys still have to eat it. Eat it, don't worry. Um, Maybe I'll make you guys some, like, banana bread. They're, like, not interested in that either. Okay. Okay. And then, like, pumpkin, not pumpkin candles. You guys know fall-scented candles? They also, not a fan of it. They don't want the cozy weather either. And I'm like, what the hell is this? Like, I think fall encompasses what academia is. Like, right? Like, imagine a student in their little student getup. (laughs) I don't know, looking professional. You're studying at a coffee shop with a hot... Oat milk vanilla latte. You have your notes sprawled out. You know, like that's just that's what fall is. It's academia. So I was like, you guys are nursing students and you don't like fall, okay? Alright. Um, back to fall trends. Um, nothing groundbreaking here. Um, sweater vest. I really really like. I actually have one. They appeared, like, last winter, like, the end of last winter, right before we went into spring, and I was, like, you know, had my fingers crossed that they were going to come back this year, because I didn't get to participate in the trend. Um, But they came back, and I'm excited about it. I think they look cute with, like, a white butt down. Or, like, by itself is pretty cute, too, but I cannot wear it like that. Um, I'm also enjoying... The color that I've been seeing a lot lately is chocolate brown, which I kind of hated at first, but I love it now just because I've seen it so much. Um, I feel like jackets are going to go away, if you guys know what I'm talking about. I think those are going to die down and go away. Same with loungewear. I think, like, loungewear was huge last year, like a matching set. I have those two matching sets from Abercrombie, the, like, taupe one and the cream one, which is, like, a neutral colored hoodie and sweats. I see those everywhere, or I did see them everywhere last year, and I think they're going to go away, which is good. I think I'm tired of people looking a mess. Um, oh my gosh, finally I'm almost home. Not really, but I'm by the freeway. What else is Chucky? Those one, this is like very specific those one dogs that look like loafers i love those i think those look so cute and i want a pair um, what else is going on i'm trying to think of like new stuff that wasn't around like last year but it all kind of is i can't really think of anything super new The like old money academia vibe is in right now which i love i like have a few things in mind but i'm not sure how to describe them without you guys being completely confused but I don't know, just trust me on that. But I love, I love that stuff. I honestly think in my past life, I was, like, from old money. I just think I was, like, meant to be from, like, an old money kind of family. And then somehow I got placed in mine. switch up, but, yeah. Anyways, let me know what your guys' favorite fall trends are. Let me know what you're looking forward to. I'm looking forward to... The rain actually not getting my hair wet or anything but like i miss like listening to the rain falling asleep um the smell of the rain i actually hate that that's a freaking lie when people are like the smell after it rains that's disgusting that's all the dirt and like grime coming off the pavement i don't know why people like the smell so i'm not a fan also when people are like uh freshly cut grass no it smells like grass why do you think that smells good i don't like that either but these are the same people that don't like pumpkin scented pumpkin scented pumpkins uh-huh pumpkin scented candles so like who can i trust no one just me, me alone. okay i'm gonna stop this podcast because i feel like i'm talking about nothing and i'm going crazy and i'm really hungry so maybe that's why i'm gonna go home take a shower pray um, go to Bel Air to buy some salmon, make myself something to eat. I need to finish my clinical reasoning packet because I have sure to turn that in tomorrow, and then maybe I'll watch a movie tonight, treat myself. Who knows? The night is young. It's only 3:43. I will see you guys later. I love you. Um, if you're listening, put your forehead on the screen. I'm gonna give you a kiss. Hey, bye, guys. I love you. I miss you. Come visit me. Bye.